I slave over a hot microphone all day. Come home to this. I slave over of thirty minutes of Windows updates. You can at least say, "All right, Ethan, let's get started." Instead of, "All right, Ethan, let's get started." Thank you. Goodness. Welcome to the Crunch, episode fifty-three. It is your boy Ethan, aka Apropostle. And I'm Patrick at Catholic Pat. Patrick, do you know who we got on the call with us today? Whom we got? We've got the the king of Catholic Twitter, the Catholic hipster himself, the guy that kind of wrote a book, Tommy Ty. <laughs> yes, hello. And do you have like a director's thing where you like do the cut thing? Is that what that was? Uh, that was my hands. Those oh are, wow! I was just a clap, but I, Man, I, I should get like one of those. Thing. That'd be so funny because it's just a—it's an audio podcast, so no one would see it, <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be me in my room going. <laughs> you could like you could like show me the slate, and that's what it's called, by the way. Mm. That's my communications degree at work. No, it's called the you thing that goes. The... It's the director thing that goes. <laughs> That's the, that's the name. You that's could, on the pack. You could show me the slate, and it would be the crunch episode blank, and you could like write something funny on it. Take and 573. So you want me to buy a potentially a 30 plus dollar object for a goof between you and me? Yes. No. I expect you to commit to this. I, am I the only one who commits to this relationship? This is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yes is the answer. When you asked me if I was setting up this morning and I said almost, I was still in bed. I know you were. I'm a, I'm a bad podcast host. Tommy, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? fabulous it's a little bit early i know you're used to being up this early with your children and and your blueberry cranberry rolls or whatever it is that you make but (laughs) uh we're here we're living that's good i'm impressed i never would be up at this time uh in college ever but when i was in college podcast didn't exist i don't think so maybe it's different what years were you in college i'm not trying to make you feel old i'm just genuinely (laughs) curious 2000 to 2004 I'm sure podcasts existed in some form. I don't think the iPod existed. Uh, you know, I had an iPod. Yeah, we had the iPod, but it was the one where it was just like a green screen with black text on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? I didn't know those existed. That is a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did it, look like, did it look like the like the DOS? Uh, like, like yeah, the... exactly. It exactly yeah. looked like that. How yeah. large was it? It was very, it was, you know, it was about the size of an iPhone, but it was way thicker and super heavy. <laughs> if you still have it and find it, you should post a picture of it on Twitter. I would I love try. to see I'll it. Dig I don't my even... stuff. And I used yeah. to have this little thing that you plug into the headphone jack that would like emit FM waves so that you could like <laughs> play it through your radio. But then you'd like drive next to other people because in college, like you know, all these people had it and it would like yeah. start blasting like their music through your speakers. That's amazing. That's so funny. That has to be breaking all kinds of FCC regulations. Though. <laughs> <laughs> we still have short range FM emitters. Those are all over the place. You just I the I trip. You remember those? Nope. Well, I mean, nope. no. I I have I have one for my. This car. is my favorite part about the podcast that it's like we joke about something and then Pat knows that it exists and real and then you just say nope. That's good. That's a great. <laughs> is that a good take? This is one of my favorite goofs <laughs> to do to Patrick because you know no. you know he's he's chomping at the bit to share his knowledge and then you just boom. <laughs> we call it the Patrick sucks aesthetic. <laughs> it's working. It's working. It's what gets the sorority girls to the yard. It is. It is. <laughs> Oh man, Tommy. First of all, um I've got your book and I guess we're supposed to talk about your book. Um, we can. I have mine just in case you ask questions because I don't I have a I got a I got a very threatening email from Abe Maria Press saying you better talk about Tommy's book on your podcast. And so <laughs> Here I here I am. There's actually a representative from Ave Maria standing in the room next to me right now, <laughs> with a very holding holy water to your head, <laughs> with a very threatening um, a cup of holy water. And so uh, I'm here to ask, dude. I, first of all, I'm looking at this book, right? And you only wrote like 14 percent of it. So yes. how come you get to put Jesus. your name on the front? Like how I is don't that, know. How is that allowed? <laughs> the answer to that question is I don't know. Typically, when a book like this comes out that I've seen, they'll put like, uh, like edited by or something like that over the person. Tommy Ty and like... friends, but they, yeah. Well, I tried to get Tommy Ty and companions. That was oh, that my. Been um... good. That would have been good. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That was my plug. Didn't work. You know, this is serious world, I guess here. Um. So yeah. So I don't know. They're like, we're just we we looked at the book. We decided to just give you author credits, and I was like, okay, okay, All I right. guess. So. Hey, fair enough. 
I think Anna Mitchell from Sunrise Morning Show probably wrote more of the book than I did. And uh, everybody wrote at a higher quality than I did. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It's pretty unfair, to be honest. <laughs> I just got the book in the mail a couple of days ago. I haven't read the whole thing, but I have read Sergio's chapters and uh, Steve's chapter. And that's those are the ones that I went for straight away. Those and were... then you're like, now I'll put it back on the shelf. Exactly. Now I'm done. <laughs> I've got the whole the, the Catholic hipster handbook experience. Patrick, have you read it yet? Um, I have not. I was immediately attracted to the Marian Consecration section written oh, by Tommy. Oh, yeah. 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 Is it good? I read the foreword. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Well, cause I Patrick, mean, or, well, Tommy does the big boy uh, Marian Consecration. He has the Louis de Montfort one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't do any of these like trendy new trendy. books. I think it's funny that um, – Louis de Montfort's name is preceded by the words forgotten saint because I hear about him and talk about him all the time. Oh yeah. Francesca they were, you know, they were going to change that because there's some saints in here that are definitely not forgotten. Like I think Letitia Cho Adams references like mother Teresa, you know, and I thought they were going to change it to cool saints, but this is what happens. Uh, you know, writing a book is not like having your own podcast where you can play air horns where you want. <laughs> you <laughs> send stuff to them and they say, great. And here's what we're gonna do instead. Put a marker, gonna, put up editing marker at 1450, so I can put an air horn in right there. <laughs> I'd say that's probably good because I don't know anything about making a book, so thank God they were there for that. Yeah, I think it, ma- it makes me feel more hipster when someone says that a saint is forgotten. I'm like, oh, pff, I know who that is. So, <laughs> but you know, in the reality, like in the the hands of the people who this book is eventually going to get into, other than all the people who I emailed Ave to send free copies to. Uh, they won't know who St. Louis de Montfort is, right? He's not like, I mean, I know we all know who he is, but right. the average Joe Pusitter yeah. doesn't know who he is. That's so. true. That's he's a good on point. The, he's got a statue on the Vatican. People should know who he is. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Every, everybody takes note of all those statues, Patrick. They're not looking at the Pope. They're not looking at anybody else there. They're looking at statues. Ethan, yes. I don't appreciate your tone. I don't appreciate my tone either. I'm sorry. <laughs> I repent. Tommy, how did you get the idea for the book? Like, how did I know you said it started from a joke, but is that how did that come to fruition? And then ended up as a bigger one. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely the hardest thing uh, about having this book in the beginning was people would start approaching me and saying like, "Hey, so I had an idea for a book. Like, what do I do?" And I say, "I literally <laughs> tweeted one thing." And then do you remember the tweet? Do you remember the tweet that that conceived your baby? It was something as simple as like, I think I said, wouldn't it be funny if there was a book where a bunch of people wrote sections about things and it was just funny? Like, (laughs) you know, that was it. Like something that simple. And then like it was Lisa Hendy said, here's the name of an editor at Ave. Send him an email and tell him that I emailed you. And I had just literally started writing for Catholic Mom. Oh, yeah. Which is the height of irony. And um. So I was like, uh, okay, because I I didn't want, I mean I don't get paid to write for Catholic Mom, but I thought I want to be nice to her because she let me like post words on her website. So <laughs> I emailed the guy and he was like, yeah, let's do it, and that's how it started. So then wow. I just wrote a couple samples. Uh, I wrote some samples that were not ever used in the book, <laughs> and <laughs> away we went. And then when they were like, you got to write this book and it has to be fifty thousand words or whatever, I was like, holy smokes, I need to just start sending out DMs to everybody I know at the time <laughs> on Twitter and ask them to write this book for me. Uh, another thing, worked. another thing that I noticed. Speaking of Twitter, um, there's a small section that like shouts out people on Twitter. Um, yeah, about that. This book was written, Tommy. I would say about two years ago. Yeah, just... we were on Twitter two years ago. Okay. Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> what what I, is this, this nonsense? Book was written, this book was written more towards like the when I still thought Catholic Twitter was just the land of normie Catholic Twitter. Oh, uh, so no anons. Keep that in mind. No anons. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's... It, that, what, what was that life like? What was that glorious promised land of no anons and no normies? No, like? no kids <laughs> invading your Catholic <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> it was, uh, it was interesting. It's fine. It's good. I enjoy it now. Lots of people don't, but I, I enjoy it better nowadays. Yeah. This is so funny so the to book me. Would look, the book, my contributions to the book, especially that section on Catholic Twitter, would look drastically different if it was written now as opposed to like two years ago. Oh, I bet. Because you like say they probably wouldn't. Have, they probably would have cut it to be honest. <laughs> you even say like you talk about how weird Catholic Twitter is, and then you like shout out all of the people from Catholic Twitter that are not weird in any way. Exactly. You know, like true. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Wait, yeah. what? What? Where's the? Where's the weird Catholic Twitter? It's part well, of the book. It's in there. It's in. It's the first chapter. It's like page twenty-one. <laughs> okay, let's read. Yeah, it. Let's read it. Let's read it out loud to the let's, to the kids. A reading. A reading from the book of Tommy. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, it's honestly, Tommy. I think that that's so funny that like you're even here and we're talking about Twitter because I remember like two years ago I hated you. Nice. <laughs> like full disclosure, I thought you were the worst tweeter. Don't on, tell Tommy that he thrives on it on the internet. I know he does. I, just, I know he does. Soul food. <laughs> yeah. But like I was, I was so annoyed because I never won any boring. of the polls. I never won any of the contests, oh, and I was bad. like, "I'm out here grinding for the church." And Tommy doesn't even care. Tommy doesn't even care what about your... my account. You had an anon account too before. I, I did, yeah. Well, yeah, we both did. I know you did because I remember you have like almost the same Abby, so it, it just has a um your face oh, instead right. of the cartoon or whatever. But what was yours, Ethan? It was just a stupid stock photo of a guy holding a rosary. Like it was not anything. I don't think I ever saw that. Spectacular, yeah. Well, you, yeah I Ethan, mean, had, Ethan had the dumb picture and the cool name, and I had the cool picture and the dumb name. Fair enough. Together, we became... <laughs> don't... The same. Do the same thing. The same, the same <laughs> thing. Dare finish that thought. <laughs> yes, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, actually, you, you're you not alone. Lots of people have um, sent me messages about how much they hated those polls. That's for sure. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what? polls that's like the, the least the that's the least egregious thing that you do those polls are fun yeah i think it's um most of the messages are around like you're perpetuating the fact that normal looking people with normal families and normal backgrounds are are supposedly cool or whatever i don't what? know the whole purpose of it was just to like share people right like that's kind of how it started well the whole thing really started as a joke. I was like <laughs> off work when I had my kid. Tommy's like... That's a recurring theme in your life, Tommy. That's true. <laughs> the whole thing was like I, I was like I was like, oh, let's have a I didn't even know what Twitter was at the time really. I kinda was like into weather Twitter. That was wait like a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, pause. So go all the way back. So <laughs> let's start. Yeah, scroll to the very beginning of my Twitter feed ever. Yeah. And it's like a picture of me and my family at the rodeo. And then after that, it's like me. <laughs> trolling the national weather service about how i think it's like stupid that they would name storms that weren't like hurricanes or whatever and just like i would send them like uh i would be like hey let's name this storm winter storm rudolph if we're going to be norton and i'd like text them picture or tweet them pictures of like rudolph cartoons or whatever and they'd be like no we don't do that like please stop sending us this tommy's first tommy's first tweet what the heck is a winter weather advisory isn't all weather (laughs) in the winter winter weather stupid yeah that was a that was a gist of it. But then, so I was bored when my kid was uh, born. My third kid was born and I was home from work. And so I, I started a blog. I was like, I'll start a blog. And one of the first things that I did was like a Catholic hipster of the year as a total joke, mm-hmm. like just for were fun. You, and were you like big on Twitter at that point? No, God, I maybe had like a hundred followers. Oh, I would wow. say maybe and like half of them were like air conditioning and heating companies and the <laughs> other half were like Russian girl bots or whatever, you know? <laughs> Um, but I, so then I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll at the people and just do it. And then like three days later, I was on the sunrise morning show talking about how Anna Mitchell had won that poll, What the heck? which was, yeah, which is like, that's kind of how Catholic media is sort of right. It's like things that aren't really serious. People don't know that they're not serious. So they take it serious. I, I, I don't know. Welcome, if that's a welcome to the crunch, to. Tommy. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like we had catholic answers reached out to sarah and i to have trent horn from catholic answers like on the catholic hipster podcast and it's like yeah sure but then i wanted to be like but you know that like i I don't know i don't know how to say it without being like say it it's like it's not this isn't a thing it's just like sarah and i having fun goofing off every other saturday it's not like a thing that you should send people to to sell their books you know what i mean yeah yeah i get which is like funny when i emailed off and i was like can you guys send uh send Patrick a copy of the book because he has this podcast called The Crunch. And they're like, yeah, sure. I was like, oh, wow, really? That was easy. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to like convince you with some statistics or something. Like, Yeah, so like, that's a funny oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, so that's how it started. Yeah. That's how it all started. And then, um, yeah, here we are. I agree. I wouldn't you. call myself the king of Catholic Twitter. Well, though. there's I mean, lots of more popular people than me. And as far they, as, they as here's the, better content, here's my here's my reasoning behind that, though, is that as far as like if we look at involvement ratio and like engagement to like number of followers that you have to generally how good of a person you are then i mean <laughs> you're you're pretty you're pretty up there you know and like your quality of tweets so there there might be twitter accounts that are catholic that have more followers than you but they're just like you know 
saint of the day bots, you know, or, but aren't those like what we should be doing? Anyways? No, yes. no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's boring and lame. That's what the breviary is for. Two of those accounts. They're not that fun. Actually. They're really not that I, fun. I have a breviary. I don't need that on, on Twitter, you know, like, You're right. <laughs> you have the printed out one, the whole big thing, all the books. I have, I have Christian. Or you prayer. have the little, I have Christian. Yeah, prayer. Okay. It's yeah, not, yeah. Let's not... just expose it. Let's pull it back yeah. here and be honest. I don't have the breviary. I have a type of a breviary. I just I have, have the, the little app, office so. of the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's it. Yeah. That's all I have in print form. I don't I even know what that app. is. There we go. Oh, hipster prayer. There you go. Put me in the book. Right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> the little office of the Blessed Virgin is a good quality hipster prayer. You got it. It's a good office prayer. Except I... it doesn't change, right? It doesn't change. No, it's it doesn't change. It's the same. Right, okay. It's what does it have week? in it? It's the same so... as like a regular divine office, but it's yeah. it never changes, and it's kind of like focused more on Mary. Am I capturing it every every day every day is focused on a different um mystery of sort of mystery of the rosary but not really so like one is the crucifixion one is the annunciation one is a visitation so it doesn't follow the exact mysteries of the rosary right and so sunday through saturday is a different day and then there's um there's morning and evening prayer every day and then for the rest of the hours there's like one set um prayer so like the office of readings is one set prayer there's a night prayer in the back and then there's an there's a Thanksgiving for Mary's fiat is another one. It's a it's a fun little book. It's about the size of a shorter Christian prayer. If you've ever seen one of those, yeah, like yeah, I have half an inch thing. Uh-huh. Also, Tommy's mic went out. Oh no, we're just, we're, we're gonna stall until he comes back. It'll be great. Oh, okay, cool. Or cool. or if I have to, I can cut it right here. Why do I keep clicking Sorry. mute? I am terrible. What are you doing, Tommy? I don't know. I don't know how to do a podcast. Sarah <laughs> does all the magic for the hipster thing. Uh, I've interrupted you like six times though, Ethan. So if you have a thought to finish. I do. I well, I, just, I no, you're fine. You're fine. I just had a question. Like, I think that your analysis of Catholic media and the way that it works is very interesting. Like yeah. Patrick and I have talked about that, at least I think on a bonus podcast or something about like just how weird it is that things like how we found our own lane kind of in Catholic media and everybody was so accepting and supportive of it. And you just kind of said the same thing about like, you did this stupid little poll and then, you know, three days later you were on a morning show because people were supportive of what you were doing and accepting of it and thought it was yeah. cool. Like that, I think that's so unique to, maybe it's not, but I think it's very think it interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like what, what else have you seen kind of in, in this realm that has been interesting or, or different about the way that Catholic media works uh, that you've well, liked, to, or maybe that you didn't like. Just to appease the the Ave Maria executive in your room that you were talking about, there <laughs> yeah. is a chapter in the book by Lisa Hendy called "We're All Fans of Each Other," mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of what it's about. Um, sort Ooh. of this, like how we all kind of support each other, and how we're all sort of like the base of what you know gets devoured in Catholic media, and how that's different. Like, there's really there's nothing like cutthroat, which is really nice. Everyone's really supportive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really fun and it's cool. Like that first poll that I did in the very beginning got like 39 votes or something. Right. And it's like, <laughs> you know, h- how did, why, I don't understand why that became a thing then at that point, but here we are with a book. But uh, I was going to say the thing that kind of you have to be on guard for is, and I'm totally guilty of this is that like, because of the environment, I think that it gives room for like the quality of things to not be good. Mm, yeah. And it's like kind of okay. Cause we all just sort of support each other yeah. and I'm totally guilty of this. Cause like, I have definitely like pounded out articles that I'm like, this isn't really that great, but send, I don't know. Like I got to turn one in every month. So here we go. Uh, and then people be like, Hey, yeah, that was a pretty good one. And I'm like, no, it wasn't like, just be honest with me. Um, <laughs> so that's like a, that's like a balancing act. It's like really cool to get like more voices and things in, but it's also, um, you know, I think we should be able to be honest with, trying to put out you know let's reference like uh, pope john paul ii's letter to artists right it's like are we really working on doing things that are beautiful and good and it can still be funny and silly and ironic or whatever or are we just like pounding it out because we have an opportunity and it's so easy now and then know. justifying it with the whole like well it's catholic so how bad like can you yeah. really no, i mean i wrote like... about nfp so it's all good. i mean i know it's not great but it's the truth <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. well, that's my problem. At, at least Patrick and I, we get a lot of people, or sometimes will like send us stuff and be like, "Hey, you should talk about this on the Crunch," and I'll be like, "Like, yeah. I don't want to say it's not that good, and so I don't want to promote it." But because I don't, you're right. Like, I don't think the litmus test is, "Oh, you're Catholic," you know. Yeah, I don't think that's where right. it ends. And you know, there are podcasts and there are YouTube channels and there are all kinds of things that just aren't good. And so, 
it's a weird it's a weird balance and i don't necessarily know how to walk the line of telling somebody like hey you need to make better content you know because at the same because i don't know if i make good content <laughs> what is it I yeah think, what did jesus say something like you know examine the content in your eye before you tell someone to watch <laughs> the content something like that but it's the also brand, like uh, the brand in your pull, eye. pull the content log out of your eye before you <laughs> before you pinch the content splinter out of someone else's I find it difficult, though, because I do think that uh, nothing I do is really that good. And so I uh, have a lot of like try to be kind of self-deprecating to not take myself too seriously. But then mm -hmm. I think uh, there's a balance between when you're working with other people, you don't really want to be super self-deprecating because maybe they don't see it that way. And yeah. when you're like selling a book for a company that wants to make money they also don't like it you know like with the chimney or whatever i recognize it's really kind of dumb and i don't know why people <laughs> like it that much so i'll say things like here's this stupid thing i wouldn't listen to it but go ahead if you want to and i know if i did that with the book like i would get in trouble probably mm -hmm. but like, I, don't, yeah. I kind of feel that way like i guess you can buy this if you want to i'm shocked that you would kind of but <laughs> i think i shouldn't say that because it is good it's it's there's lots of good stuff in it I, that's just Especially because a ton of people that you're friends with have have worked hard and submitted. Yeah, stuff. and they did great. Yeah. They're all amazing. I guess I just I, it's like my false humility to battle with of like so I try and like be humble Classic. by saying that it sucks, which isn't really humility. So that's my here's my dirty laundry aired out on the crunch cast. <laughs> it's more of just setting. It's actually more of just setting the bar low so that you feel better when it's not sucky. You know, it's like that's that's what I do. There you it's go. Like, oh, That's oh, good. like oh, I, I suck at singing, and then I get up and I'm like, and I do a moderately okay job. I'm like, wow, you're a lot better than you said you would. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Check me out. I'm super <laughs> cool. Turns I out I didn't even have to compliment myself. Yeah. I yeah. think for me, at least as far as farce, farce humility, false humility goes, uh, <laughs> it's easy. It's really that easy was to a, say. That was your guardian angel giving you a little humility, right? I know, there. right? Let me just grab your <laughs> tongue and rip it out of your mouth while you're trying to talk, Ethan. Thanks. Um, but one time I had a nun that yelled at me, um, and it really set me straight as far as humility goes because I was talking or my friend Tracy was hyping up the podcast. She's like, Ethan does this podcast. It's so good. And I was like, it's not that good. And she goes, stop that. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she goes, uh, take pride in what you do. Like, don't, don't, don't reject the fact that you do good things, you know, like make sure that you are, you just say thank you and, and, and know that it's good because somebody clearly think it's, thinks it's good. So stop acting that way. And I said, okay, sister Barb, I'm sorry. And I kind of shrunk into a little ball and cried. And now, now I'm good. Cause I'm not yelling at you. That's, that's, I'm, that's traumatic. It was a bit traumatic. She whapped me with a ruler. No, she didn't do that. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm good to go as far, well, not good to go. I still struggle with it, but now I have a much different perspective on it. Um, Tommy hit mute again. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Can you hear me now? Boy, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the heck. I hate this mic. The new one's coming in the mail, so, you know, edit hey. me and make me sound good, Ethan. What mic? I can make you yeah, sound well, good. Don't worry. What microphone? I don't do you know. Use? I don't know. Oh, I use a blue snowball, but my oh. kids are always wanting to carry it when I'm taking it to work to record the chimney in the work parking lot. <laughs> and uh, they've dropped it like four times. And so now the USB cable doesn't connect. So I finally ordered another one. And I, yeah, I don't know. Nice. Yikes. So yes to what you were saying, but this is how <laughs> I always want to be. Uh, when, when I would like, uh, a long time ago when Catholic radio wasn't trying to be super cool, they used to just stream EWTN <laughs> when I would drive home yeah. and uh, mother Angelica and I know whatever, but she was so good at taking compliments and she would literally just say like, Oh, all glory to Jesus. Like praise be Jesus. Every time she would get a compliment mm -hmm. and it didn't sound fake. Like it sounded really uh, like sincere and authentic That's coming the from tough her part <laughs> yeah and so like i wish i could be like that yeah but i feel like it wouldn't be as authentic because deep down i would be like yeah i'm kind of liking this praise but she she knew how to handle it and so i kind of would love to strive to be like that mm -hmm. yeah because it really does i mean if the crunch is good it is really because of jesus like we really yeah i know that sounds kind of nerdy but it's true right and so it's like <laughs> how do we how do we remember that and how do we like take compliments well while also like pointing out the fact that it's because of him that's hard oh, a while back this was in my prayer a lot was like not even not even to like, not even to be um trying not to be fake but like honestly like everything is dust everything is dust and the only reason why something would not be <laughs> dust is because jesus makes it not dust so like the crunch is dust unless jesus gives it life so any kind of merit that it has is because of christ and I mean, it's kind of just 
it's less of like a oh it's all because of jesus kind of this like high floaty kind of way of saying it and it's kind of just like a, a straight up fact it's like yeah no it's all because of jesus this wouldn't exist without him yeah, yeah. we've drifted into the real caves of normie catholic podcasting at this point <laughs> <laughs> everything is dust everything now, is wait dust and everything that's not dust is anime when... <laughs> there we go thanks for bringing us back we're back when the when you got the hipster handbook in the mail you said i got mail that reminded me of how normie i am or something like that <laughs> yep. and i thought really i mean the crunch <laughs> is pretty normie can we just like put that out on the table there right. it's okay I mean, definitely I mean, it's fine here's the thing is. here's the thing about the normie weird divide all right it's so arbitrary and the line moves so you can never <laughs> know where you actually are like the po- because i do a podcast people say oh i'm normie because i talk about myself and i talk about my life in order to be weird you have to put up this wall right you have to put up this like facade of whatever yeah. of absolute seven layer dip of irony exactly Ooh, i and, can love some seven layer dip right now and then all of a sudden you're weird <laughs> but when you're honest about the things that are happening in your life then you're a normie first but then but then you can be weird and be honest <laughs> about things that are happening in your life too so i don't know maybe it has to maybe i need to put a, a pic- painting of an ancient pope on my as my uh profile and don't do photo, it and, and don't then, do that and then tweet angrily at everyone <laughs> they're not normie they're, they're not normie. They're pretty weird I, just, I, I don't know i don't understand twitter i don't want to understand twitter i don't i don't care about twitter Twitter's the i least, never recommend twitter to anyone twitter's the Who least important me. thing in my life <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, you're on Twitter. Should I get on Twitter? I'm like, no, no don't. You shouldn't, really. on you shouldn't at all. <laughs> yeah, when when I was working for unnamed diocese as their social media coordinator, I was talking about Catholic Twitter, and they're like, how do you get on Catholic Twitter? And I'm like, you don't want to get on Catholic Twitter. Don't do it. They're like, is there? There's a guy, God love him, who every time for a while I mentioned the phrase Catholic Twitter, he would tweet me and say, "There's no such thing as Catholic Twitter." <laughs> Just over and over again, as if I was saying there was like an app or something like that. <laughs> I didn't understand that. Like, yeah, weird. My favorite is when I get people asking me how to join, as if there's some kind of request form that you have to fill right. out. Yeah, like, submit. am I a part of it now? Like, is that did that work? <laughs> I don't. I don't actually know because there's so many like there's so many circles and spheres, and like I didn't even know Tommy existed until two years ago. You know, he came into my purview because of some article that got shared over and over and over again. What year is this? I didn't exist. I only got on it uh, in 2015, anyways. So there you go. Are you oh no way. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. wild, dude. Is it? Yeah, I, that article. Um, I don't know if you remember. You probably do. It was the one about like the kids, kids being loud in church. Yeah, and, like, I know. Getting peaked, upset with you. I peaked really, really early. That was the first article that was ever put up by another. Like, what? And that that's was hilarious. that. I got more nasty. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one got pretty nasty. <laughs> Yeah, that one I I was super I was super bummed that you got so much flack for that because I totally agree with you. Like it's so dumb to be mad at kids in church. Yeah, that's They're a kidding. really really we shouldn't probably talk about that topic because you're going to start getting like emails and stuff or, oh, or bring it on. Calls. Let's go. That bring, is like a that's like a lightning rod. A lightning rod? Yes. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just the hubris it's the hubris of an adult who doesn't realize they're supposed to be a child. That thinks that anything that they have to pray is more profound than a little kid going "ba" in the back of a church. That kid yeah. is voicing yeah. his entire his entire being in that one syllable, and you're like, "Heavenly Father, I ask that you help me get that promotion." <laughs> your life doesn't matter. Like your problems don't. Your matter. life that doesn't kid. matter. Your Patrick <laughs> Nevy, Patrick Nevy, twenty seventeen. You are dust. <laughs> listen up! Listen up, Bob. Uh, senior level accountant how about you how about you take some humility pills sir mr bob mr mr meaningless life boy that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying senior executive director of dust senior executive director of get out of my church you sinner patrick nevy 2017 so the i think there's two things two things that are the problem here number one is i think there's a lot of people who uh have problems in their life and then they hate people that appear that they don't have problems in their life. And that was kind of the gist of that, that particular article that was a while ago. It was like, there are people who are, have infertility. There are people whose kids aren't Catholic anymore. There are people who have a divorce. There's people who have all these wounds, right? And we all have wounds. But some wounds, you look at other people and you don't like them. 
Like my wife and I lost our son. When I see people with a newborn baby, I don't like them. I get super angry at them. And I think that's like a natural human thing that we have to like overcome. Mm -hmm. So I think one thing is like, if you didn't have a family that came to church and now you're there and you're old, you, you might get super uh, frustrated emotionally because of these families that you see. The other thing is I think that maybe people focus their entire prayer life and worship around the mass only. Mm, and uh, of course we know the mass is like, you know, the source of some, a big deal, whatever. But <laughs> if you're, if you're only going to church on Sunday and that's the gist of your religious life, then yeah. you don't want kids there because you're like, this is my hour that I'm with God and I don't want anybody interrupting it. Whereas like, if you take the time to do other things, you realize like, okay, I'm here at mass for an hour. But me, I wake up early in the morning to pray because my kids are asleep. So I have that time or I'm at work and I, you know, so it's like you have these other opportunities and you can put it into a bigger framework maybe. Um, yeah, that's it. My problem, transmission. my problem at mass is not loud kids because I go to a college. Um, <laughs> Your problem is drunk kids. <laughs> drunk kids, but hey. mostly, mostly our church is so small for the amount of people that we have coming. So it's always really sweaty. So I get angry because I'm sweating. And so I have to find prayer times where I'm not as my glands. Where's the AC? They don't have AC at my, your church? There? I need to make sure my glands aren't as active when I pray. Um, <laughs> we do have AC, but we and we crank it. But literally, just there's so many bodies like packed into this church. We're trying to expand, you know, but that costs a lot of money. Uh, so yeah, it's it kind of sucks, but I get it. I think if you if we compare the children to my to my sweat, then we've got a good metaphor going. That was good. a good metaphor. Going. And I would like to, that should be the pull quote from this podcast. I want to, you know, go to mass without my glands being active. I think that was a good, <laughs> I was thinking Tommy Ty and the, and the brand splinter. That was, that was, that was, that, that was, was the one. That was good. Yeah. Are we going to get one of those super cool, like preview things out of this? Is I that hope happening? so. We haven't had we one haven't of those in a while. Alex has yeah. been pretty busy. Uh, those that, are pretty cool. When I saw you guys put out us. that first one, I was like, this is this is a real deal here. They're really doing it. Yeah. There's the brand. Yeah, that's not us. That's a friend of ours. Yeah. yeah. We're trying. We're trying to do it. It's so hard to do it and like also do other things. I'm, I always, <laughs> I'm always baffled yes. at adults who like do podcasts and then do and write things and then also have jobs and also have kids. And I'm like, I am in yeah. 15 credit hours. And I can barely remember to post on the Patreon page, you know, like I, <laughs> I remember that I made some joke about how you weren't on top of this, like trending breakfast thing one time yeah. for your guys' brand. And you were like, dude, I'm in college. Like, come on, I'm busy. I was like, I yeah. barely remember to eat <laughs> breakfast myself. Yeah. Let alone. <laughs> I'm not even that no, busy. Not, I just use it as I'm an excuse. Busy. I'm a bad. Exactly. Wait, I think we wake up early. We, uh, you know, use our downtime wisely at work. Yeah. And I think that's how you get it done. Yeah, I think the problem actually is not um, having no free time. It's having no scheduled time. I found that when I'm back at school and when I have a steady schedule, I get more stuff done than when I'm just like lazing around over the summer. Mm -hmm. Just like nothing happens because I'm just static all the time. It's crazy. My prayer life gets wild at school, low key. Like, because I have, I have, it's like scheduled and it's regimented. I'm, levi- I'm levitating. I'm, I'm like throwing. Yeah. But then, but then when I get I'm home, reaching to fish, <laughs> there's no fish here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is, I'm preaching to wheat fields. There you go. Oceans of grain. I'll turn and listen. I think the thing that we have to watch out for though, when you're trying to like uh, create and write and make jokes that people like on Twitter mm. is not to neglect <laughs> praying too, right? Cause it's like, yeah. sometimes you can easily, or I'll, I'll own it. Sometimes I can say, well, I'm writing about something Catholic. Therefore this counts as it's like a prayer as if I was praying sort of. Yeah. And so, yeah, got to set that aside. And I think also another thing just for you aspiring content creators out there is it's okay to not put out content. Like there will be times where I don't tweet for like a week because I just have nothing to say, and that's fine. You know? I mean, it makes Patrick nervous, but the rest of us are okay. We yeah, understand. Every, everybody's totally like? fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> or I mean, well, the podcast I kind of have to do it every week, but that's a bit of a different story. That's just me talking to my friend, you know. So, oh, that is you cute. said the f word. We're wow, not friends. <laughs> that's Dang our, it! That's our brand is that we're not friends. Uh, just like co- co-workers or what how do we frame this where I co-workers mean, in the vineyard acquaintances we're... that have met one time in person <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's really awesome. sls 2018 yeah round can't two wait. can't wait for we're everybody actually... everybody on catholic twitter to get mad that we're spending money to go to a conference jesus is behind a paywall folks i can't wait to tweet At angry tommy. things about that yeah that oh, would yeah. be good tommy are you ready i want you I'm to re- start a beef with focus 
Dynamic Catholic, and Life Teen all in the same week. In one Tommy tweet. was ready. Like Tommy was ready to tweet. start beefing with Franciscan, and I was like, I have to log off. This I had to just put up. one tweet out there. I can't ignore a whole story like that. I, I just yeah, had I know, to that was one crazy. little thing. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. So, uh, yeah. So that was something funny about trying to make a book. Is they say, well, this uh, this book is like targeted towards like younger people and like millennials. <laughs> It'll be great. So, do you know anybody at Focus and Life Teen? And I was like, ooh, the thing about that, <laughs> I, I might have like alienated that <laughs> that base. That bridge might be burned. <laughs> well, if if that bur- bridge has been burned, I have another book for you. Um, it's called Building Bridges. <laughs> Beautiful. <No. laughs> Air horns. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Oh, oh my gosh. So I have to say that I don't know how many people are going to listen to this. So I will say I'm super excited about this, but it's also funny. I'm I'm going to be on the um, Jesuitical podcast. No. Yeah. I don't know who's yes. on that. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. It, it, it's like from America. It's America yeah. Mag's podcast. Oh. And, and one of the three co-hosts is Father James Martin SJ. Oh, boy. How You're much do I have to pay it? you to say the word The Crunch? I. <laughs> that would be awesome. I could do that. That's fun. I think that's against FCC regulations, but. To Why? pay me to do it or to slip in words? I Yeah, I think that's against the rules. I don't know. I've had, I, I've, Matt Swaim has, like, said secret words when he's co-hosted, uh, when he's hosted Catholic Answers before. Like, we've done things where it's, like, someone give him a word and he's fit it in. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, um, he, I think he did yeah, defenstration I, one time, which was really tricky, but, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I... Mm. Patrick? I'm trying to think about how I would slip that in. I'm, I'm thinking. Hold on. Okay. I know, like, usually podcasts are so rapid. Like, fire. I was reading Building a Bridge and I was crunching over the, the uh, message that you were trying to <laughs> crunch, 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 put out there. I have to remember, like, I was telling my wife, like, I really have to remember that I'm the one being interviewed on this podcast because I really would want to be like, okay, okay, yeah, we'll get to it. But wait, first, like, you know what you're doing, right, Father James? Like, I mean, you, you're doing it. <laughs> wait, on is purpose. Father James one of the co hosts? Yeah. I, she said he was going to be one of the folks. Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy! Wait, it, like from what I saw, from what I saw when it released, it released like last semester, right? And it's like three younger three people that drink yeah. beer while they do the podcast, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, how come we don't know any of them? You know that that's the the weird Actually, thing. Actually, like... one of them is like a big time guy on NPR, like oh a really? NPR reporter, yeah. What the yeah. heck? No, I'm just wondering why there's no like, because like I, except for Catholic stuff, you should know. But we're not going to talk about that. The there the the Catholic podcasting community is alive and well we all know each other you know yeah. we're kind of like we're 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 at least at furthest we're a twitter dm away you know like it's maybe not phone call or like you know maybe email i don't know but i'm like especially as a young adult podcasters i was like uh, do, well, should we do you know think them? if do you think if like national catholic reporter put a podcast of young adults together you would know any of them i think they're like in a totally different they're, they yeah, are. that's the yeah. thing it, yeah. that's it's so weird it's just weird because like our our source for young adult catholics is twitter and so right like, that's just how we know everybody yeah. but there's probably like a great group of young adult catholics on some other website that we just don't know or like, not on a website or not on a website, <laughs> on a website. <laughs> or maybe like in a real life place maybe maybe they do go <laughs> where did go a huge outside. company find young adults it's weird where did they find them tommy how did you get invited to be on the jesuit thing uh, I think it, Ave Maria just sends out like a review oh, yeah. to, like this stock list of people that they have, and then they're like, "Hey, you want to be on this thing?" Yeah, and we're on that list now, Ethan. Great, you we're guys. It, you should get. It's really one thing that's really weird is like books just show up at my house all the time now, and it's uh, it's <laughs> that's the dream. Every book. Well, it's not like the books. I don't like put in like here's the books I would like, and then those books show <laughs> yeah. up. It's like every it's book all shows the books. Up. So I will say there was a uh, a very large stack of books that we took to our parish uh, book drive that they're going to sell at our parish uh, <laughs> from an unnamed publisher. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was full circle. It's like I got handed this book during during Lent, and I handed it right back when I had an opportunity. It was good. Tommy, I have a question. Um, yeah. So you've done, I mean, it, just in two short years with the Catholic Hipster, you've kind of done a lot and made a bit of a splash. Um, what would you say is like the most important thing that you do or the thing that you are the most passionate about or the thing that Christ is really, um, you know, telling you that you need to do or that you want to do next? Um, those, are you talking about things? restricted to Catholic media or you no. just mean life in general? Life in, life in general, because like we know you as the Catholic Hipster guy, but like uh, – I don't know if you do other things outside of, you know, Twitter that really make an impact on your life. <laughs> I hope I do. <laughs> like you know, being a husband or a father. <laughs> like those those kinds of things. Like where where are you at? Like what's the big what's the big hoedown in in Tommy Thailand? Yes. Okay. Um so first of all, I think it's funny that people know me as quote the Catholic hipster because as It's literally your brand. I, it's not a brand as Steve the missionary pointed out I am not uh I don't have a beard or oh, that's true. I don't yeah I just eat regular food and and live in a redacted city I don't live in a redacted city I live in a town called Livermore in the East Bay area now Steve doesn't like me to say where I live because then it shows Steve what diocese he works in near to him yeah he doesn't like it yeah but anybody with a brain can figure out where, where yes Steve it's, it's lives east of San Francisco uh-huh. <laughs> There's a big city east of San Francisco. Anyways, um, sorry, Steve. <laughs> I apologize. But Steve's not listening to this. He only listens to Catching Foxes when he's driving around. So That makes sense. There's that. Yeah. No, I get, it. I get I'll, it. I'll circle back to this, but I do have to share that like, I don't really get podcasts or Catholic YouTube accounts, but we could circle back to that maybe oh. since I'm involved in that. Let's do it. Sure, let's do it. Um, okay, in regular life, yes, being a husband, being a father, those are probably the two most important things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at work, I've been able to uh, start a program kind of from scratch that is involved in like perinatal bereavement, which means uh, providing like emotional support to people who have had like miscarriages um, or like stillbirths or, or uh, neonatal deaths, like young deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do like outreach phone calls, we do support groups because I'm a marriage and family therapist in real life. And uh, that's been really powerful to me. Yeah, we've had it going for about six months, and we've got uh, over eighty patients that we're working with so far. Wow! And it's just uh, that's yeah, like that's what I should be doing. I think professionally, I mean, like that's what I want to be doing. Yeah, and that's like, I mean, even if it's not a quote unquote ministry, it totally is. Like, that's, yeah, that's I mean, incredible. I can tell you, like, it's obviously religious themes come up: spirituality, mortality, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Very serious. Uh, I can tell you that. Most of the people that we work with are Catholic because um, I work with um, like a Medicaid, I guess you would call it since it's like a national podcast, uh, like a Medicaid population, right? So it's like lower income people, um, people from a certain part of the world where like most people are Catholic would be like the majority of the folks that we work with. Um, so it's really nice to be able to work for the government, but also like tap into that spirituality side that people have. Um, yeah, powerful stuff. It's cool. It's really cool. That's incredible. It's it kind of gives some perspective on on things sometimes, right, Pat? Like we're out here yeah. doing a podcast and Tommy's doing real life stuff. Real life stuff. Like that's that's incredible. And I think we should all strive to like find find a niche with like real people and be able to work with them in real ways that mean something, you know? Like yeah. I mean to be fair, you do stuff. You have your campus ministry and Yeah, I mean and, and yeah. youth and everything. I love the youth. And everybody's got yeah. their thing, you know? I think we should all find our thing. And also sneak out to your station wagon in the parking lot to record a podcast and then run back in to go back to work too. <laughs> station wagon. Oh well, well, I yeah, like on weekdays I'm in the station wagon because that's my car. On the weekends I get to sit in the Sienna when I'm recording stuff. I've just Fire. never heard anyone call it a station wagon this side of the millennium. This it's side of two thousand. What do you call Wait, it? A hatchback? It's not, well, it's it's a station wagon. Is it's it? a Pontiac Vibe, 2008 Pontiac Vibe. Google it. It's hey, I had that car. That's the car that got smashed out of 2007 Aww. Pontiac Vibe, Burgundy. You didn't car. even know it was it a station wagon? <laughs> yeah, I what did you call it? <laughs> a hatchback. I called it a hatchback. See, and when I think of a hatchback, I think of like a shorter. Oh, man. Like... Patrick, this is the most Patrick Nevy car I've ever seen. <laughs> like if you, were a, if you were a car, if you had to be a car. I think I think I found it. I think it's the 2007 Pontiac Vibe. There it's it is. kind of feminine looking. It's, well, it's hey, not, hey, it's not feminine there. looking. It's just like the way that it curves matches yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Now I drive it. Now I drive a Corolla. So it's, uh, it's gonna be around. That's right. 
Corollas, I I was like, Corollas are I was, normie. I was deep into Dorothy Day when you started tweeting pictures of your brand new Corolla, and I was like, give me a break, man. You should be feeding <laughs> feeding the poor and buying a used clunker. What the heck? Oh, believe me. I had I had some, <laughs> some crises about that car, about buying that car. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad yeah, you I had, had I had to move on. I had to move on. I had to move on to a car that would last me longer than two years. I can tell you the so car got... that religious people drive around the most, in my experience, are Toyota Corollas. Like yeah. nuns and religious brothers, they all have Ooh. Corollas. Yeah. That's, an interesting, that's an interesting proposition to Patrick. Yeah. What's Tommy trying to say? Oh, that was on accident. That was on accident. Become a monk, Pat. No, I'm in. I'm into it. I'm what would you be? What, uh, what if you were going to go into you know, that realm of life, what would you be? Okay, the servants of the Eucharistic card of Jesus. They're like, there's like eight of them, and they're super cool, and only because they're not well known. But if I had to be realistic, I'd probably do OFMs. How about you, <laughs> the Ethan? Franciscan OFMs? Me? Yeah, you. I'd be a Jesuit. Take it, take take them down from the inside, baby. <laughs> Very good. That's good. I like Jesuits it. Jesuits don't have cool habits. No, honestly, no. If I like, if I had to pick an order, I'd probably pick Dominican. Uh, most likely. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. See that. I'm Norbertine or pre-monstrarian as oh, the as Norbertines really are, known. Norbertines are cool. They are. Yeah. I met some of them at Seek. They're they're low key frat. Like they're awesome. They're pretty. They're pretty amazing. Yeah. We used to live in uh, Southern California. We lived like two miles away from their big gigantic uh, school and and uh, place that they live. Whatever that's complex. Called. That, was a, that was a Catholic failure moment. Yeah. And they're <laughs> just they're epic. They're totally epic. Monastery is that the word? <laughs> Which is funny because like I we became friends with one of them and he was like I was like you guys are just so cool and it's so powerful for me to have your witness and he was like oh it's funny because outside of the United States evidently the Norbertines are like what we think of the Jesuits oh, like in really? different countries oh so it's, no it's interesting to think about how you know it's not like a thing across the world like Jesuits are wonky maybe yeah but definitely well America yeah. is the world Tommy. Right. Yeah. America right. is the center of Catholicism. <laughs> God, that would be so sad. That would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, so well, podcasts you wanna... and YouTube channels. I yeah. I don't get it. I got to be honest, and I have two podcasts. <laughs> yeah. What are you What are you saying right now? I'm very confused. I I just don't I don't I don't listen to them very much, and mm. I've tried, and I've given it like my honest best to listen to them, but I find it to not be and this you know i mean even for me i'm not saying like except for mine i'm not saying that at all i just yeah. don't find them entertaining enough to listen to i mean they're good conversations he's, he's talking about us patrick he's no not even i i would I, I can say this without a doubt completely this is 100 percent honest the podcast i've listened to the most is definitely this one oh, Yay, I can say that. Tell me. we did it what a boy you know, honestly and, that means like probably four or five total episodes. Nice. But that's the most of anyone I've ever listened to. My default is not listening to podcasts, but since doing a podcast, I've listened to more podcasts. You know, it's kind of just a natural I went thing. I through a phase of trying and I would, I would, I like loaded up my phone with like, here's all the ones I want to download and I'd listen and I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, the medium is not for everyone. Yeah, that yeah, might, no. that must be it. Like, do you prefer, do you prefer to read or, you know, like, do you like yeah, audiobooks? Yeah, I would prefer to read, I would prefer to read a good article or a book, yeah. Yeah. That's probably yeah. it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, Christopher, I mean, I think it just depends on, like, the time that you have to take in media, you know? Like, I, when I'm at school, I will listen to a podcast uh, as I'm driving, you know, to and from class or, you know, walking around campus or whatever because I got, I have that time, you know? It could be if my Pontiac vibe had like an aux input cable, maybe I would listen to them more. But like know, when you're listening to it in a phone in your shirt pocket, like it's maybe that's part of it too. You got to get a short range FM transmitter, Tom. I will say for yeah, I know. <laughs> that's true. I know I don't even have a that that Pontiac vibe doesn't even have a cassette deck, so I can't even get like the. Well, if you have well, a if you have a cigarette lighter or one of those, yeah, then you just Tommy here's you plug one right here's in. I did. It goes Bluetooth from one vibe. From one former vibe owner to a current vibe owner, I got this like little, <laughs> this little Bluetooth plug-in thing. Yeah, I had and, like one went too. my cigarette lighter as a charger, and it like my phone connected via Bluetooth, and it connected to my radio through uh, through FM waves, and it it Are worked great. Are you going to the great. bathroom? Was that was like eleven bucks to the bathroom right now? Yeah, it sounded like a toilet flush. What was that? Sorry, even? I had to blow my nose. I'm disgusting. Isn't was... there like a mute button? I know I've hit it twice. Oh, true. I always oh, forget. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> yes. Uh, same goes for YouTube. I have to put that. Like, I think Steve has figured out how to make me like his YouTube channel because it's <laughs> quick 
and it has lots of cuts and it's fast. Well, YouTube is supposed to be quick with lots of. We're not going to talk about that. We're not. All gonna right, talk good. About it. Yeah, fine. Go ahead. Talk to talk to Daniel Glaze if you want to talk about the YouTube. Yeah, the Next. organization of a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine editing videos. I can't. It's could tough. Be. It's. Yeah. I mean, it can be a lot. It can be very quick and very easy, or you can make it very very difficult for yourself. Ethan, do you use iMovie? Uh, in the few videos that I've posted, yes. Okay. I don't I don't mean to one up you, but I do. Okay. There, like Adobe Premiere and like stuff like that. That's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. I use Adobe like, Premiere. You use Adobe Premiere? No, I'm making fun of you for using Adobe Premiere. Oh, listen, <laughs> you're right. I, it's just it just it just takes so long to do what you want if you don't know the program well, and I I just don't like editing. Just, just use don't like just it. use Final Cut Pro, bro. That that that's hard too. It's just the Apple version of Adobe Premiere. Just... Well, uh, get it together is all I'm saying. What I think is that media media is good, and we should just be conscious of what we're taking in and when we're taking it in. Because uh, I like Catholic podcasts as much as the next guy, but I can't exclusively listen to Catholic podcasts. You know, like I oh, gotta, I, I have to go yam on some my brother, my brother and me, and like get some good goofs and some laughs in, um, or else like I'm gonna get all depressed listening to. Uh, whatever don't i mean don't, yeah, don't listening to luke and gomer <laughs> talk about how how sucky their lives were in college yeah maybe well i was gonna say well catching foxes is great but catholic stuff you should know makes me fall asleep pints with aquinas makes me feel like an idiot um so i <laughs> so i don't listen to those i'm so proud that i've never listened to that podcast i don't know why like why is that a source of head. pride <laughs> i don't know i don't know why, Tommy? why are you so contrarian i get it you're like the guys that into. i have never you know, seen one episode of game of thrones well i've never listened to one episode of pints with aquinas <laughs> those are both true for me that makes me yeah now i have two things to hang my hat on Thank there you, you. go That's update good. your twitter bio <laughs> yeah <laughs> that should just be it <laughs> I don't know. The Catholic Church is great because there's something for everybody. Uh -huh. And since Twitter exists, then you're able to talk about the things that aren't for you. And I guess maybe there needs to be clarity around like, this isn't for me as the take, as opposed to I think this is stupid as the take. Maybe yeah. that's what I need to work on. Well, it's okay for, I mean, your take can be that it's, that you think it's stupid. I think. Not that it is stupid, but it just is your opinion that it is. Well, evidently, according to Twitter, all I uh, someone on Twitter said all I ever do is troll dynamic Catholic, which that's, I then said, "Can you like find a... <laughs> can you find those those tweets for me and like send them to me or something?" That was like a, that like... was like a three tweet series by you out of thousands. <laughs> it's all you ever do upon thousands upon thousands. Twitter's great though. It's such a it's so nice to go like back to interacting with people because then you realize like not everybody is completely insane. Mm. Sometimes I, I try and I have to like actively do that at work where it's like I'm sitting in a meeting looking at Twitter and then it's like, you know, someone says and then like someone says something to me in the meeting and I have to be like, okay, brain, you're going back to the real world. Like don't say something like hella snarky to this person in real life. You know? like, <laughs> don't say it, it, those are all your tweets that uh, refer to using Twitter language in real life. I love those. We're just like your kid comes up, daddy, like, wake up. Don't at me. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. Your kindness, it's all glory to God. All oh, glory to God. <laughs> Was that good? Did that sound authentic? Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. good. Humility starts today. <laughs> delete my, I, I should just delete the account. That's. I've thought about that. That would be fun. What if like there all. was a mass exodus and we just got a big group together and we all decided to delete our accounts at the same time? That would be super cool. That'd be amazing. And honestly. then we had somebody write an article about how we were all catfishing. The whole group of us. The I, whole time. I'm actually a 30-year-old married woman folks <laughs> that's been almost a year ago somebody reverse no, google been search it's been a year prayer crouch someone reverse google search it and see where they find it <laughs> it's on some no, guy bob. it's on bob from accounting's facebook page. exactly <laughs> senior executive level uh senior executive director of dust he doesn't doesn't get the promotion so hard he creates an alter ego that's a 21 year old idiot <laughs> classic it's good to be. Do you want to put Tommy in the crunch bowl? We can real what quick. What is this? Is this the Catholic hipster hot seat that you guys ripped off? The crunch bowl? Yeah. You are so yeah. correct. Nice. We even said that on the first time we did it. We were like, hey, we're totally ripping off the Catholic hipster hot seat. I Get literally the, the last time I was sitting in this exact spot and like our washer and dryers in our garage and we we're like ripping through questions that we don't prepare ahead of time. We just say them, you know, yep. and I I literally said, do you wash your clothes with fragrance free <laughs> detergent or smelly detergent? Because there's a big <laughs> bottle of detergent sitting right in front of me. and It was the only thing I could come up with it. 
this is the thing I was talking about about bad content. No, that's 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 high quality. I think we should have more Catholic laundry themed content. We need an account. There should be like a Catholic laundry. No, Twitter. Tommy, every time you say that it appears it and appears. it hurts us. Yeah. Who does that? I want to know who does that. It none of those have ever been me. I had and none of those of, have ever been funny. The, the, I, account I had the Spirit of Vatican II. That was the only one I had briefly, and then I deleted it because I got sick of it. But like, none of those I other knew. ones. And what happened to that Life Teen Trump guy? Like, oh, he got. Blocked. I think it. he got reported so many times that his account was deleted. But like, wasn't he okay? So that I made that joke, and then that guy came on, and he, it seemed like he was playing along with the joke. And then, like, I didn't see him for a long time, and the next thing I know, he's like a he's, Nazi or something. He's dropping, like, he's dropping c words left and right. Like it was. What happened? It was nuts. He came in our DMs and like tried to, tried to like he was like entrapping us. He was like, "Do you believe that abortion is bad?" I'm like, yeah, yeah. yes, of what? Yes, of course. What is this? And he was like, oh, and then he asked Ethan some question about um, gay priests, and Ethan like responded, and he was like say goodbye to your precious podcast and i was like are you like trying to be a supervillain? because this is so, this is awesome like this is really funny <laughs> <laughs> I, that, like that i don't know who really he would have reported me to like who could he report me to that would be able to like let itunes know that i don't uphold church teaching well they don't care um <laughs> let the vatican know um well i don't know how you're gonna tweet the vatican so like what's Patrick your might have gotten kicked out of franciscan though if he created enough of a social media Ooh. state hey oh there it is <laughs> we hit it that we hit it folks recent events that's it for me you can follow me on twitter at the <laughs> quick patrick crunch bowl let's go crunch bowl okay what's your favorite cereal uh grape nuts what on earth is a grape nut <laughs> it's is like it grapes and barley it nuts? no it's like malted barley or something I don't that's know. not cereal What's barley it's crunchy that's, that's your thing no our You're thing right. is delicious sugary heart attacks in a bowl with milk when I grew up as a child, I was like, I would be like, "Can I get Rice Krispie treat cereal?" And they'd be like, "No, Cheerios, like that plain Cheerios, not even not honey even nut. the Honey Nut." Nope, that was. And, and now, now you eat that I'm a 35 year old dad. Boom, I'm doing the same thing in the aisle. Heck no. yeah! It's just yeah. Sorry, next one. Right. My bad. Peanut butter and jelly or ham and cheese? Ham and cheese. Oh, gross. This is the worst. Would you rather? Have, would you rather, rather poop a watermelon or pee a marble? <laughs> I guess I'd go with the watermelon. Atta boy. <laughs> so did Arlene. Weird. It's <laughs> very strange. This is a question you asked Arlene Spensley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, and the would you would you rather uh, change gender every time you sneeze or not be able to tell the difference between a muffin and your, your son? I guess change gender every time I sneeze. Yeah, I know. That's like that's a that. pretty obvious one. <laughs> As like a dad, I mean, I'm like, here I... in the I'm in the Bay Area. We don't actually, you know. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference, anyways. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah, need to change. Like, oh, I just I usually sneeze <laughs> twice, so I'm front and back. But now it's like I have to sneeze 71 times before I get back to normal. <laughs> good to be out here. It's that was good. Good. It's a good thing. Everything's dust. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was funny, Patrick. Tommy, what was the last book you read? The last book that I read. You mean like completed, or the last book that I like read some of? The last book you completed. The last book I completed was The Violence of Love by Blessed, Blessed Oscar, Oscar Romero. Romero. That is last classic. book I read, though, was Tell Me Something Beautiful by Sam Rocha. I read most of it before I wrote this review, and it's uh, very good. I would highly recommend it. Mm. Um, yeah, but Violence of Love is the last thing I read all the way through. Good. Ethan, what's the last book you read all the way through? Ooh. Ooh. Um, the Catholic Hipster Handbook. Probably uh, Probably. Um, <laughs> First Thessalonians. <laughs> <laughs> does that does that count? very good that was good um i honestly don't know i'm almost finished with forming intentional disciples so i guess i could probably say that because I'm, I'm almost done with it that's good i heard you need to have read that to go on interviews if you want to work in the catholic church basically it's it's on it's actually a really good book like that's good yeah it's sad that like the intentional thing has kind of become a, a, a joke. joke yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of become a joke yeah hey tommy we are you help. are you an intentional disciple no I'm completely unintentional. Get off, I let the Holy get off Spirit, my podcast. I just let the Holy Spirit guide me oh, in everything I he's do. He's a charismatic ooh. disciple, folks. Is that, ooh, don't say I'm charismatic, though. <laughs> That's too normy. Are you trad? I don't even know what that means, really. Yeah, I don't let's, think so. Crunchbolt, how trad are you, Tommy? 
what like can you define what you mean by that like do i believe everything the church teaches yeah i guess is that trad i don't know yeah i think in terms if of you believe everything the church teaches then obviously you only allow organ music in your masses <laughs> i have no control over the music and if i did there would be no music that's what i would decide for mass five o'clock mass st joseph the worker parish in weirton west virginia that's where i go because i don't have to worry about anything it's no so music. great you drive to no west music. virginia for mass it's right across the border. Oh, I guess weird? you could like, drive like days to get out of my state. I in my mind, know. in my mind, Ohio and West Virginia are a far like, away. worlds apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I like. I guess that makes sense. I will say, um, yeah, there are a lot of jokes that go on about music at mass. Yeah, and I think that generally it's just in fun, and the music's fine, and who really cares? Yeah, um, yeah, it does a good enough job. But I did have a lovely cantor at my parish say, "Oh, hi, I follow you on Twitter, and I saw how many jokes you make about cantors." Um, at mass singing and I was like started sweating like I want to be like that's not even me that's like someone else who stole my picture or whatever but uh, she said oh I just want to let you know it's cool and I find it funny so shout out to her she's uh, pretty cool that's hilarious that is like my biggest like sweating moment my glands start getting activated Ethan (laughs) is when someone at or outside of mass says I follow you on Twitter and I think yes oh my god no what what did I do? What what gets it for me yeah. is when people tell me that their parents listen to the podcast. <laughs> and I think of all the times that I make jokes about wanting to date moms and I go <laughs> You know how many moms listen to our podcast? Too it's many. So many. Too many. That's good though. That's that's the base of, you know, when you're when you're like jettisoning out into Catholic media, you gotta start with the moms. Start with the moms. Forward. Yeah. Shout out. Catholic moms make the world go round. Patrick At Catholic moms. Patrick, last question for Tommy, then we're gonna close it out. I have no questions. Do you have a question? I can't think of one that fast. Uh, would you rather uh, fart out your nose or sneeze out your butt? Sneeze out. <laughs> Easily sneeze out your butt. Are you kidding me? That's good. That's a good choice. Yeah. Um, wow. Never have to wipe my nose again. Uh, <laughs> 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 what if – never mind. Um, <laughs> so Tommy, this is a wholesome podcast. Tommy, this has been a really good uh, having you on. I really appreciate you coming on and, and talking about your book and talking about media and everything um plug yourself give give everybody the everything what's the book where can we pre-order it what rank are you in the pre-orders oh uh, i should google it yeah yeah give us oh the brand splinter give us yeah, the, yeah. yeah give us the deets dude um the book is called the catholic hipster handbook you can get it from ave or from ave maria press's website right that's something you should do yep uh, but if you're if you're also just you know doing what normal people do then you should go to amazon um, and get it there or barnes and noble Evidently, starting on October 3rd, they're going to have tables at 100 Barnes & Noble stores around the country with this book on it. No way. What? Um, That's awesome. I, yeah. Holy yeah. cow. How does that make you feel, Tommy? Like no one's going to pick it up and they'll take them down by October 6th or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. How many people go into a Barnes & Noble in three days? Like, I, I am going to be going into the Barnes & Noble on October 3rd to take a picture of my dumb face with this table if it's there. Although I don't even know if mine qualifies because they're, like, they're putting it up at the top 100 biggest – stores and I, I don't even know how many stores they have do they have a hundred i feel like I it's only 100 and they're just saying that yeah that could be also could be. So, <laughs> is it, so they say a table but like how big is the table where is the table in the store is it in the corner is it's it in the ba- it's is in it a the religious bathroom? section that no one goes to <laughs> yeah <laughs> um as far as the pre-order thing because we were trying to break the pre-order record or whatever i guess technically we did um uh, hey like 2800 copies purchased so far wow nice six days to go until the release so um yeah we blew that one dude's book out of the water so praise (laughs) praise be everyone who clicked the link that's incredible yeah and uh well i don't know you can find me wherever you want i guess i should say catholichipster.com i should we should like could we pull back the curtain a little bit because i think it's worth people knowing since you say like oh tommy there's such an engagement level and stuff yeah not that many people actually click on things and listen to them i think that's worth noting oh that's true yeah when people are like oh wow like you know they play the chimney on the the radio so it's like or a little bit of it at least not the part where it's actually funny but they (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> well, like, oh, that must be cool, like, whatever. And it's like, well, people need to know that, like, there's no income from that, and nobody clicks on that. Like, when I tweet the chimney out, I get maybe two people who click on the link. So let's be realistic, and, uh, you know, I think we should be realistic sometimes. Yeah. You know, given, you can still listen to it. Given I mean, the all number, I do is read. Given the number of followers that we all have and the amount of clicks that we get, it's just, like, sad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. Even even for you, Tommy, you've got like what over seven thousand now, and you get two clicks. 
That's crazy. I thought, you were gonna, I thought you were gonna beat me on followers for a while there when you started blowing up. There was a period when you went nuts, and I thought, well, I'm getting overtaken by a 21 year old in Kansas. Yeah. It's all over. Well, me. I mean, there's still time. You will. You will. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Because I'll give up before you do, right? Like, well, maybe. I, got I don't know. Years on you, so I think I'll give up before you. I'm just. I probably make too many people upset with my tweets sometimes to to really have any mainline success. I was just uh, thinking, like, so I'm 35. In five years, am I still going to be tweeting jokes about walking into a Mormon church asking about wives? Or is that I just saw that one. That was awesome. That be, will I be done? Will I be deleting my account at that point? Is, Ethan, <laughs> is Ethan's muted? Is he blowing his nose right now? Darn tootin' I was. <laughs> <laughs> when you blew your nose, I'm from Florida, and I've been through hurricanes, and that was the most wind I've ever heard in once. <laughs> How's your where in Florida where you are from? Is that like a Oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't make jokes about that. Yeah, my family's fine. Thank you for asking. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that's it. I got guess you could go to catholichipster.com, but I don't know why you would, but you could if you want to. Cool. That's <laughs> the best plug I ever heard. <laughs> Tommy's doing a really good job of selling himself here, folks. Um I am. he's right. also on Twitter. He's at Tommy something something. I mean, if you search Tommy, he's like the first one to come up. It's uh, the GH is silent. Please, um, all of you who kept saying things to at Catholic Hipster, she's now locked her account. She won't talk to me. Um, <laughs> so leave her alone. Like, that please sucks. try and tweet at her. I tried to follow her. She wasn't cool with it. Um, I sent her a direct message one time saying, can I please have your handle? Because you don't tweet that much. And then she locked her account. Ouch. <laughs> That's brutal. I do like you, though. Life's, I hope it's good out in New Jersey. Whatever you're tweeting, I hope it's funny. <laughs> Can't see it because you blocked me. But whatever. <laughs> uh cool this has been really fun patrick you got anything else to say before we close it out got nothing else wonderful well thank you tommy yeah it was a good time i hope your editing magic can make it entertaining oh it 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 never does so it's it's quite the wish but we'll we'll see what we'll see what i can do um thank you tommy really appreciate everything that you're doing uh sounds like this book's gonna be really great for lots of people so doing good work um yeah no problem Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you on the Twitters. And donate to Patreon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.